reading from the Riyad Bhagavatamrita, Volume 1, Chapter 2, Text 9. <clears throat> Can you get me... Um, I have my bag in it. I have some of those fishermen friends. Sure. Like my side bag. Text 9, 129. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Sri Narada Kampitas Twamyat Surya Chandra Yamadaya Tavagya Karina Sarve Lokapala Pare Kimu Narada said, You surely received the Supreme Lord's mercy. Because demigods like Surya, Chandra, and Yama, what to speak of the other rulers of planets? All obey your orders. Omagana Timarandasya Gananjana Shalakaya Daksuran Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha. Sri Chaitanya Mano Vistam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Sayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Svapadantikam Panchakalpa Tarubyas Cha Kripa Sindhu Vaheva Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Nama Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Siyadvaita Gadadhar Shivas Adi Gaur Bhaktavinda. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So it's really great. And uh, I look at the, always look at the list of the participants and feel grateful that you're engaging me. In devotional service. There's two types of service for a sadhu. There's paricharya. You can cook, you can clean, you can fan. You can do so many different types of services. And there's parisevana, I believe that's the way you can hear. But the little superiority of hearing is that you also give the person you're serving an ability to do service. And the greatest benediction someone can get, the greatest benediction someone can get is service. Service. I often tell the story of that devotee, a beatnik from Queens, and he was a Mayapur, God brother of mine. And he was an empowered person with the land. And actually, Mayapur was more beautiful then. I'm not, I love the TOVP, but that used to be 
the eighth wonder of the world gardens. And one time, George Harrison, I was there. And I was in front of the deities with my stick, which I can call like a windshield wiper for the other devotees. <laughs> it goes back and forth. And then I look back and there wasn't many people there at that time. And George Harrison was in the, the, um, the temple. And then afterwards, with Jai Pataka Swami, I got to take a walk around the property. And he was really impressed with this devotee, but he had a beatnik culture. And beatniks would always call people daddy. So he went around and he blew George Harrison's mind, who was very much into gardening. And because he he had he had every exotic plant and he knew what they were and he knew the Latin. When they got back, I was standing next to them and George Harrison invited him to his estate in Hawaii to be the gardener. And he said to him, Daddy, I got bucks in the bank and grapes in the cupboard. All I could want is more service. And that's what bhakti is. That's what bhakti is. Pradyumna Prabhu, our Sanskrit pundit, gave that great definition of, of bhakti. To make yourself available for service. That's what bhakti is. It's that consciousness in that heart. And not only the consciousness in the heart, but the faith. And faith really means your goal. That's what your faith is. Your faith is your goal based on some conviction, generally based on some experience, hoping all of us are here and we're giving our life to Krishna because we had some experience of, of devotion. And a lot of times to, to increase our faith, Krishna gives us way more than we can actually deserve initially. I was actually reflecting on, on, on that and some of the beginning days, the flood of ecstasy a pleasure that was so higher than anything sensual or egotistical I can imagine. That becomes your faith. Your faith. So, um, service becomes your faith. You make yourself available. So, Pradyumna said, bhakti means to make yourself available for service. In the story of, of the, the wives of the Brahmins, when Krishna sends the cowherd boys to beg from the Brahmins for food, the, the simple cowherd boys, they say, Bhadram Te, this is so auspicious for you. What's auspicious? We're offering you service. So that's the thing that's most auspicious. service, the servant mood. Anyway, in this story, we have Narada searching for the topmost devotee. And Narada's search is called the Brihad Bhagavatamrita because a book is not just its story, 
and more important than the story because the story can change the form can change but the real scripture is the message it gives and therefore <clears throat> this message that's given is a summary of the bhagavatam it's a summary of the bhagavatam because when 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 marge prickett's mother asks him in the last day, after he's he's finished hearing, he's finished hearing the whole Bhagavatam, and he's ready that the, the knowledge gives you faith, and faith makes you fixed in that goal. So he he's heard with conviction, and he knows exactly what to do to fix his mind on the absolute truth. He has that faith. And then his mother comes. And then his mother, who's very advanced, asks to give me a summary of it. So the summary of the Bhagavatam is the Brihad Bhagavatam Rita. The story is different in one sense, but the philosophical message is the same. Because if you look at the Bhagavatam, if you go through the Bhagavatam, it's different levels of pure devotion. They just increase. I mean, the ninth canto is Ramachandra. The tenth canto is, is, is Krishna. Within the then then there's the five verses about the gopis. And this was the mission, because Sanatana Goswami is writing this, and this was the mission. This was the mission that Lord Chaitanya gave him to communicate the essence of, of the Bhagavatam. Parama, the topmost, the Shah stage, Antim, the topmost stage. And, and this is also a way of, of communicating. Communicating means, I said many times, not just to speak the truth, but to have the truth understood. And according to the audience, you may do it in a different way. The same message may be more appropriate in more story form. It may be appropriate in a more um, philosophical form. It may be more uh, communicative in a summary. That's the whole idea of the Vedanta Sutra. It's Vyasadeva, how do I communicate this message? So he had different strategies. Well, the first strategy is break it into subjects. The second strategy is illustrated by story forms. The third strategy is codify it, the Vedanta Sutra. Or, 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 or the Bhagavatam. The whole idea, the essence, the, the, the whole inspiration of the Bhagavatam was the sages of Namasharanya. And what did the sages of Namasharanya, what, what was their concern? Their concern was is they could see tree kalagya. They are um, can see the past, present, and future. So they can see the future, how difficult it was, and they could see how unsuitable the message that was they received in terms of the Vedas was to communicate the Vedas to the people in Kali Yuga. Prabhupada said realization means the ability to communicate, to reform messages without losing the essence of the message. 
but speaking in the language of the people. So what, what, what did they suggest initially? They accessed what is the difficulty? Uriburini karma, there's so many things. Tell us the ultimate and absolute good. And that was Vyasadeva's ultimate realization of how to communicate the Vedas in the present age. You have to get right to the essence. There's no time for preliminary things to prepare people. You, you, they'll be completely lost. Your only hope is go right for the message, which is Vedais Chasarver Aham Eva Vedyo Vedanta Vid Vedavid Eva Chaham. Of all the Vedas, I am to be known. Present it. If you, if, if you want to put your marbles in one place for the message, there's many ways you can lose the message. You can lose the message if, if you're not direct enough. You can lose the message if you're too direct. You can lose the message if, if you don't summarize it in the proper way. But his inspiration in the heart, which was confirmed by Narada Muni, was you want to invest in something for the Kali Yuga, just figure out a way of presenting the, the message and, and philosophy and story of Krishna directly. Because if you lose that, you lose if you lose that, you lose everything. Presented kind of directly, but carefully. And even if you're going to present the past, I'm sure, of course, there has to be a, a frame of reference with, with, with the proper, but that's, you can't waste too much time getting to that point. Krishna and the beauty of Krishna. So that was, that, that, so that, that was the, the, the Bhagavatam was spoken in that way. It, it's a commentary in the Vedanta Sutra. It's the essence of, of, of nigama kalpa turoa galitam falam sukha mukat amrita dravya samyatam bibita bhagavatam. It's so interesting. Bibita means drink. So what does Yasudev say? Bibita bhagavatam rasa aliyam. Present the philosophy so people will not have misconceptions. The most important thing is the philosophical basis. But the philosophical basis is to prepare you to get the experience of the absolute truth, not just the understanding. Because Sambandagan, basic philosophical knowledge, is absolutely essential. It's like searching for a treasure. You have to first know where it is. If you don't know where it is, it's useless. So you can't experience without understanding you have to have the proper understanding otherwise you'll hear the absolute truth and you'll and you'll say and this is Prabhupada's main criticism of the initial Bhagavad Gita that he had in hand he didn't have his own translation the commentary of Dr. Radhakrishna the vice president or president of India and a very brilliant scholar 
He said, it's not to Krishna we have to surrender, but the unborn beginningly within Krishna. So if you don't have that basic philosophical knowledge, you'll be hearing the truth, but you won't be hearing the truth. You're projecting your own conceptions on it. And Prabhupada countered that in his commentary. Prabhupada said, Deha Dehi, the body and the possessor of the body. Deha Dehi, Nabejo Yam, they're not different. Ishvare. Deha Dehe Nabejo Yam, Ishvare. I forgot it now. So you have to have that, but, but, but the Priyojana. Our ultimate goal and our result of understanding the truth, our result of practicing the truth, is experiencing the truth. Like a calf, newborn calf that sees its mother. It's not an intellectual thing, it's an experience, it's prema. Prema is almost like an energetic experience of connection between two beings who have a relationship. So everything is geared towards that. So you got to present Krishna. So somehow or other in this age, it's got to be summarized. You'll get too confused, get right. So out of compassion for his mother, he tells this story, which is the Bhagavatam. Because the Bhagavatam is Atra Sargas, the Sargas Cha, Satir Poshanam Uteya. Manvatara, Isha Kanta, Naroda. There's different subjects that present different levels of realization till Narodha Mukta Asraya, to the ultimate shelter, which is Krishna. And all the other subjects, it's explained in the in the Bhagavatam, all the other subjects, the previous nine subjects are meant to isolate or help you understand the tenth subject, which is Krishna. So it's the same thing to bring a Bhagavatam, and it's done in this story. But even though the story is different than what we hear the Bhagavatam, the message is the same. A, a journey and search towards the ultimate and absolute good, which is Sri Krishna. And an understanding of that and a relishing of that. That's our goal. Our goal is to go before the deities and not and feel the deities. To go before the deities and feel the and what is that feeling? It's this energy. The deities. Krishna is not in the deities. Krishna is the deity. Jack, Krishna is the deity. You'll get your punch your touch, but God is God is gonna be here. <laughs> it's a heavy thing. The prophet said they're not dolls. And, and if you have the deities, what are the deities? It's when the when when God, when, when the God the, the inspiration understanding of God in your heart you find externally. That's what the deities are. And then you search for that form that corresponds to the love in your heart. So it's that feeling, that energy. You go before the deities. And it, not only before the deities, 
You go before a de deity. You go before Govardhan Hill. You go be everything just inspires you. I was friends with this one sadhu in, in India, and he was in his guru's institution. And he got sick. And then he blew. But they have like a higher concept of blooping. He blooped the Govardhan. <laughs> he finally, his guru came and got him and he went back and did serve. But he blooped the Govardhan and he told me. Every time he read the Bhagavatam, he cried. Every time he saw a devotee, he cried. He looked at Govardhan Hill, he cried. You hear the holy name, you cried. So that experience. And Sanatana Goswami has to give this understanding of Lord Chaitanya's teachings based on the Bhagavatam. For us, it's for devotees. It's, this is not like Bhagavad Gita, you know, introductory knowledge that he's supposed to give for the devotees to help them understand their relationship with Krishna and help them to feel that relationship with Krishna and help them to desire that relationship with Krishna. That's the purpose of what's called Rasa Shastra. The purpose of Rasa Shastra is by hearing it, feeling it. But he also has to give some preliminary understanding like the Bhagavatam. It's always like that in Bhakti. It's, it's, it's like starting a car. You never start in fifth gear. But the goal may be fifth gear. You have to go through the other gears. Just like it says, the Yoga Sutras, it, it, it clearly explains. Even the greatest yogis don't start at Samadhi. They may start at Dhyana, Dharana, Samadhi. Increasing focus. So it, this is going to be accomplished through this amazing story that we've been following of Narada becoming inspired to search for the topmost recipient of Krishna's mercy. And who's the topmost recipient of Krishna's mercy? The person who feels Krishna the deepest. What's the difference between bhava and prema? Prem is what? Sandrandana vishesh atma. Sandra means like metal. Sandrandana vishesh atma. Sandra means it's very thick. Metal, you know, if you pour water on metal, nothing gets through. So that's the, our consciousness. Material energy doesn't get through. That's the whole purpose. That's the whole, what is practice. Concentration over a period of time without interruption. That's what we're, that's our focus. To think of Krishna, never forget him. That's our practice. That's our goal. And when we achieve our goal, we're focused. So Narada is just overwhelmed with devotion in a particular experience of being at the top place of, of Kumbha Mela at the tree veiny in, in, in a, after bathing in the, sense, in the association of exalted sages and then begins his, his journey 
And, and Sanatana Goswami, by his deep prayers to fulfill the mission of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, by his deep prayers, he's inspired to really understand and explain this story very, very deeply. And as a story of seeing devotion in the form of a devotees from three perspectives. You see it from the perspective of the previous devotee, who Narada goes to devotee, the devotee naturally says, I'm not a devotee, he's a devotee, and, and points progressively to someone higher. So you see it through that devotee explaining, no, go to this devotee, this is what his qualities are. And then Narada goes, and then you see it through Narada's eyes. And what happens is it's always better than the description because words cannot do it justice. And then the third way you see that devotee's level of devotion is by his seva bhav. And what seva bhav means, his mood of service, and his consciousness of who he is in relationship to God. He never wants to put himself in a situation that puts him in the center because spiritual consciousness is so different. God is in the center. I remember I was reading something like this and I'm chanting because my place in India is Many of you have been there. It's it's it's. I can't see. I can't see it directly from my room, but I know I'm facing Govardhan Hill, within like 25 yards. So I'm, I'm envisioning Govardhan Hill. But what I'm trying to change is my consciousness, which puts myself in the center, and puts things around my consciousness for my enjoyment. So I, I try to just change my consciousness from being the seer. In this sense, the seer, I'm using the term of enjoyer. The enjoyer sees the world. It, it, Maya means I see the energy of God separate from God, centered around me. That's material consciousness. When, when a spiritual person sees, he sees everything, including himself, as God's energy centered around God. So I was trying to chant that way and just kind of twist my consciousness that I'm on the periphery and Govardhan's in the center. So you'll always see that with a real devotee. Real devotee, he just doesn't, he doesn't want praise. I think prayas, Atyahara Piyasas Cha. Piyas means over endeavor. And Bhaktivinoda Thakur said the, the, the most pernicious and dangerous over endeavor is to use your energy to seek fame. Uh, the classic example I gave is 40 years ago, I'm in the temple of Krishna Balramandir. You won't believe it. We have one broken drum and and you know, maybe 25 devotees in Mangalartik, and then someone looks back, and Krishna Das Babaji is by Prabhupada's, Kinchana, by Prabhupada's 
Murti praying. And someone says, there's Krishna Das Babaji. And he goes, <laughs> or one person told me that, and he knew Krishna Das Babaji because he was Bengali, one of my god brothers. And he said that Krishna Das Babaji never stated when the Gaudiamath broke up, he never had allegiance to any one particular institution. So he would go from institution to institution. And because the nature of the world is political politics, it's just we're born into this world with desire and hate. That's our constitution having these bodies. So it's so easy for it to come out unless one, it's so easy to be caught in material consciousness. That's why, what is it? What, what is the Bhagavatam for? It says, Dharma projita kaitavotra paramo namatsara nam sadam. It's from one who is namatsara without envy, without hate. It's a very difficult thing to be near. And without hate means without fruit of consciousness. Because that verse says, Dharma projita kaitavo. It kicks out cheating religion, which is religion, which says the prosperity gospel. Prosperity, you know, work hard. My father, he worked in Harlem, had a dress contractor, and a guy used to come around called Reverend Sam the Money Man. You know, this type of thing. But okay, that's the gross manifestation. But the subtle manifestation is the whole karma condescension. Sahaya gya prajashrishva parovacha prajapati anena prasadishya dvam eshavo swishtakamaduk. God created the world to encourage sacrifice because we're here because of our desire and envy. There's no impetus in the world to sacrifice unless people get something for it. So God created the world to give you for your sacrifice. But in one sense, okay, it's sacrifice. But it, 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 in terms of religion, it's it's cheating religion because it's still material consciousness. So it says the Bhagavatam, don't come to this religion if you if for, for wealth and fame and, and, and material promotion because Dharma Projita Kaita, it's militant. It, it kicks out. Projita means it kicks out Kaitava, this type of religion. So who is it for? Those who are not for this kind of religion. And who is that? Near Matsra, those without hate. And look, what does it describe as hate? Fruit of activities. Fruit of activities. So, then you see that devotee and it's so beautiful in his heart. So, so far, now we're up to the demigods. So just the consciousness of the Brahmin with his beautiful devotional worship of his deities, which you could see in his consciousness. And Narada watching all that and then sees at the end. Samarpiyami, 
everything is for you. When you finish the, I think the um, deity worship, and there's um, upachars, 16 upachars, 16 things you offer the deity. At the end, you say, Samar Piyami, Shrim Klim Radha Krishna Biyam Namaha. Samar Piyami, everything for you. And he sees that with feeling. And then, and then he points to the king. And then what does he see with the king? Even though he's the king, everything in his kingdom is what? It's under the deities. Really legitimately under the deities. He doesn't own it anymore. So he points to the king. So the king says, I'm not, I'm a king. Don't, 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 don't become, don't, don't become the misconception that I'm, I'm God's mercy. I don't have anything. And it's a legitimate feeling in a devotee's heart. And the more he's praised, the more humble he comes. Because if, if you're sincere in your praise, if you're sincere in your praise, then what happens is, if, you, if you're a devotee and you're praised, you, take the, you, may take, you may hear the praise, but you look at your whole life and you know how much is not praiseworthy. And you start to focus on that when someone praises you. You're honest. You're praised. What am I sitting up on this seat getting worshiped for? And then the only answer you can, can give is that it represents the mercy of my spiritual master. That's the only answer you can give. The praise goes there. That's where the power is coming from. I'm not the king. The viceroy is representing the king. The power is someplace else. So that king, he, he, he doesn't, he says, but the demigods, and then he describes the demigods, and I'm still trying to work this out in my mind because the, the, they're pointing to the recipients of Krishna's mercy, and it's almost, when you point to the demigods, their mercy is their power. But that's not really the theme of the Bhagavatam or the theme of Krishna consciousness. The mercy is our love. It's not our power. The mercy is our happiness. It's not what we have, it's the consciousness in which we live in this world. That's real mercy. And we shouldn't become envious of people who have power because they don't have love, they don't have happiness. And we know that, that opulence and things can intoxicate one against the soul and against love. Queen Quinty says that, Janmaishvarya, Shruta, Shribir, Edamana, Madapuna, Edamana, intoxicating with pride. Things that give you the sense of control will only cover you from God. And when you get a, when you get a little power, and the world seems to be moving according to your control, you'll start to develop the abhiman or self-conception that I am the controller, which is that veil of false ego that prevents us from having that 
energy and connection when we actually see God or actually before when we're actually in Vrindavan, when we're actually chanting the holy name, we're actually seeing the deities, we're actually with the devotees. So the king, he's, he's, he said, no, the demigods, they're sinless. They're free from distress. They're always happy. And they're so pious. They're so pious that they enjoy nectar they don't have thirst and they don't have hunger. They don't have any of the pain, but they enjoy. It's like sometimes you get a nectar drink. I remember one time in Jayapur, someone turned me on to this exotic tundai. It's like an almond milk spice drink. And when we we were just poor devotees, didn't have a penny in our pocket that something like that could be almost the goal of life. <laughs> but what happens when you drink it? It's limited. The more you take it, the, the, the this is material pleasure. The more you take it, the less you can relish it. So it's filled with this duality. That it, it That's material enjoyment, it's duality. Because it's going to end. It's fearful. You enjoy and you know it's going to end. I call it a, a last meal consciousness. On death row, they can give you whatever you want. How can anyone enjoy it? And one with real Krishna consciousness, how can he enjoy the world? <laughs> but in the demigods, they can take that tundai and they can keep on drinking it. <laughs> They never get hungry. They never get full. <laughs> and but he but what he did say is, but of the demigods Indra, who's living for seventy one four million four million three hundred thousand years, and he 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 was able to perform a hundred Ashvamedi sacra without any mistake to get that post, and he had a garland where every single flower was from a desire tree. So it described there, each, each flower can produce the, the best food, the best music, the best, each flower. So in the tribe, this is, but what's the greatest fortune? His brother was Vishnu. He had a personal relationship with God. That's why he's fortunate. And then, so that then Indra wants to see, and he goes, and there he is. God, Vamit, is sitting on the throne. Oh, he has the garland of varied flowers by desire trees. And the planet of the musicians, the Vidyadharas, it's going to be described by next Monday morning greeting. The planet of the musicians, they're playing. The planet of the singers, the Gandharvas, they're there. The planet of the dancers, the apsaras are there. So it's this, it's this spectacular glorification. We can't even imagine it. We can't imagine it. A choir of the apsaras, of the gandharvas, and the vidyadharas, trumpets and drums. 
And, and Vamana tells Indra, you don't have to be afraid. And then Indra starts glorifying his gratitude to God. His gratitude that he's feeling all the things that, 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 that are in his life. He starts to glorify. And his thousand eyes begin to pour, shed tears. And when Narada sees this, now he's convinced. You surely receive Krishna's mercy because all the demigods, what to speak of other rulers of planets, they all obey your orders. So, and that's Krishna's mercy. If you're a leader and, and you can satisfy everyone, I think in the Bhagavatam, maybe Burjamp who made that comment, that to be the emperor, you have to be a Mahabhagava because you have to satisfy everyone. Anyone who knows leadership, you know that one person's desire is another other person's hate. <laughs> so one person's going to like what you say and one person's going to hate what you say. But how to do it? You have to be a Mahabharat Bhagava to be the emperor of the world. You've got to get in everyone's heart. So he says that. And then how wonderful that Lord Narayan has become your younger brother, born of the same womb. Honoring the ways of civilized life, he always treats you with respect. Civilized life. It's not equality, but it's not equity. Not everybody's the same. There's parents, there's children, there's leaders, there's followers, older brothers, younger brothers, and people are perfect in relationship. And that's the symptom of culture. Because unless you're perfect in relationship, you cannot have a full life of love. I remember one time I had one disciple and he was living next to me. He was a very powerful person. And a door was separating us in Vrindavan. And then I heard a knock on the door and he opened the door and he was on his knees. He says, can I take rest now? And I kind of looked at him because it was so uncharacteristic. I said, what's, he said, I wanted to try this. I never had this before. So it's a type of love. Respect is a type of love. And you see today that when people lose respect, they're losing such a, a wonderful. And I always told when I, I invited one sadhu in Vrindavan to Prabhupada's disappearance festival, and he, he wasn't sure what he was going to say. And, and then I asked him just to read. Anyway, then he, he remembered, he said, when he saw Prabhupada, he said, he was so respectful to his elders. He was so affectionate to the young people. And he was so collegial to his peers. Civilized life puts love in the heart. And we're becoming uncivilized. And all you see is hate. And it'll create more hate. Because people's hearts are not filled with love. There's one God brother, I think his name Buscara, African-American. What a beautiful soul this guy is. 
just loves his God brothers. <laughs> he just loves the devotees and he just preaches it. And it's really in this guy's heart. It's like beautiful. Every time he, he hugs you, he preaches about love. It's not, it's not artificial. It's actually in his heart. He said, because he received that love from Prabhupada. He has to share that love with others. So Parikshit says the sage he's among the demigods thus profusely declared the extreme good fortune of Indra and he chanted Indra's glories and he played his veen and dance. And Narada is going, you're the greatest of devotees and he starts dancing and singing about it. And what's the reaction of this devotee? Indra then welcomed Narada and a soft voice humbly said, my dear Narada, experts in the arts of the Gandharvas, why are you making fun of me? The Gandharvas are the best singers, but the purport also says they're very tricky with words. They know the art of the kibbutz. If you don't understand that, it's too bad, but they, they know. So he's thinking you're just expert in words. This is and, and see his, what his devotion. Are you unfamiliar with what ruling the heaven means? Don't you know how many times we demigods had to flee in fear of the daityas? When Tamal Krishnamart said to Prabhupada, Srila Tamal Krishnamart said to Prabhupada, he said to him, you know, Prabhupada, you should be the king of the world. Prabhupada said, you manage, I'll advise. <laughs> Sindhu is saying, I'm a manager, and management is hell. It's all filled with fear and people wanting to take your position and competitors. Well, how am I Krishna's mercy? One of them, Bali, once even took over as Indra. He appointed demons to all the posts, like the sun and moon god, and took for himself my shares of the sacrifice. Our father and mother then performed many severe austerities by which they satisfied Supreme Lord Achuta. Lord responded by appearing as my brother in a mere partial expansion of himself. And even then, instead of killing those enemies, he only embarrassed me returning my kingdom after taking it from Bali with a deceptive request for charity. I lost the kingdom again. In other words, he's saying, I, you, you know, I'm, I'm so fortunate I got Vamana. He screwed up. <laughs> he gave the kingdom back to the guy who took it from me in the first place. Anyway, um, we residents of heaven are tainted with faults like rivalry and jealousy, such acts as killing Brahmanas. We get entangled. He goes on and on and on. So once you're, it doesn't matter. What's that verse? From the top to the bottom. Janma mitu turabhyadi dukadoshana darshanam. One who's intelligent, he sees what's the fault. The fault is, is, is if you're not in your spiritual identity, Indra's a post. Pious person takes the post. If you're not your spiritual identity, then bayam dutia, this fear and duality, there has to be. Because if you like it, you're going to lose it. 
Okay. Um, Jumunajai, I usually start. Are you still here? Okay. Yes, Raj, I'm still here. Any reflections? Yeah, there were a ton of reflections today, but I will keep it short. Um, one of the ones that really hit me was um, this, when, when, you, when the devotee receives praise, they then look at the rest of their lives that are so that are not praiseworthy. I really love that a lot. <laughs> like, yeah, no, you like how to deflect that praise. Um, and the other thing I really loved is is the that respect is a form of love. I I love that you put it that way. Respect I never thought of that. Is the love that goes above uh-huh. affection is the love that goes below from top to bottom. In a technical Rasika term, because affection is a nugraha, and mm. a nugraha is the flavor of Vatsalya Ras. Yeah, very good. Jumanjaya, you're very intelligent. You signed up for a Kinshina Krishna's course. Yes, right away, Maharaj. I can't okay. wait. I, I, I'd like some more intelligent people there. I'm also <laughs> going to attend, but in the background. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, I'm very, very excited, Maharaj. Thank you for encouraging him to do it. I'm super excited. Okay. Anybody else like to say hello? Maharaj, hi Krishna. Yeah, I got a, I got a lot of stuff here today. Okay, for one thing, I want to really say how happy I am that, you know, because, you know, I appreciate anybody that you appreciate. And so I was so happy that you acknowledged Bushara Prabhu. Isn't he an he amazing is, devotee? He is love walking, you know. It's and not so, an artificial thing. Oh no! Like I said, and he preaches just, with yeah. such deep realization. Yes, and, and, and his know, message is always the same: <laughs> love, love each other. <laughs> <laughs> love each other, right? right? Right. That's his mantra. That's his mantra. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I do and have. He, a couple and he of hasn't things. aged in fifty years. That's the other amazing thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, they say you know, black don't crack. But anyway, <laughs> I, do, I, do, I do have a couple of things, Mark. Okay. Um, um, I don't know if it's kind of oversimplistic to to say that Prayojana, the, the experience of Krishna, you know, whether it's in his deity form or whatever form, is it? Would you say that Prayojana is primarily emotional, or is that too simplistic? Well, it's Prayojana Tattva, so it's the subject of that. In it's other words, subject we have three of... tut- tut- subjects, subject, sambandha tattva, the, the, the subject of metaphysics and epistemology. Then abhideya tattva, the subject. One is a description of reality, a, 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 the subject of a description of reality. Then abhideya tattva, the subject of how to realize reality. And then there's priyojana tattva, the subject of how to experience, of the experience of reality. So yeah, right. it's it's got to have it's it's a tattva, it's it's a philosophical subject, but but that's what it's describing. Is that it's, better? Yes, is 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 primarily describing emotion. No, is that too simplistic? It's describing priti or love. Okay, it's okay. Darba of Jiva Goswami that describes priyojana or the result of practicing Krishna consciousness or the goal of practicing Krishna consciousness is is the is 
Priti Sandarbha, the essay about Priti or, or affection or love. Okay, Maharaj. And, and, also, and you know, there's the Bhakti Sandarbha, that's also love, but that's the practice. And, and, and Priti is, is the, 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 result the result of yes. the practice. Okay? Yeah, yeah and then Maharaj, um, you said fruit of activities is envy or hate. But is that because fruitive activities eventually... Say that again, I didn't hear. Say. Fruitive activities, right? Act activities, yes. Fru fruitive, fruitive. Yeah. So they are envy or hate. Is it because they eventually or ultimately lead to hate? Well, you know, Gail, you know, I'm a creative philosophical thinker and I never <laughs> yeah. read that any place. You know that. <laughs> But I got it from that verse, the second verse of the Bhagavatam, Dharma Projita Kaitavo Tra Paramo Namatsarana. The Bhagavatam kicks out all cheating religion and is for devotees, Nimatsara uh, Satam, uh, for devotees who are near Matsura without hate. So that's where I'm putting the two together. So I never saw that said. I'm just analyzing it from that. That there's a connection. So now you're asking me, well, why there's the connection? I tried to explain it. it, it it's just putting it in, in, you know, there's hate and there's hate. <laughs> but that each adwesha, that what we've come for, you know, for, for desire and competition and to be ahead, et cetera, how, how is it religiously channeled? It's religiously channeled by fruit of activities in the Vedas. But it's still based on that. But 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 it's purifying you of that at the same time. But it's still based on that. It's based on core material consciousness. Because why are you worshiping the sun? Because I want a wife. You know, why are you doing this? Because I want wealth. So you know, it's not like, you know, it's like the Ku Klux Klan or you know, the Nazi party. <laughs> It's the karma kandis. It's kind of the religious, but it, it's somehow connected with that. That's what I'm saying, Gail. Okay. Yeah, Maharaj, this is just repetition, so it's very quick. So you said there are three perspectives in the in the Bhagavatamrita. There's the perspective of the previous devotee who points. Now I'll, I'll, I'll just explain it again. How do you see if it's it's showing gradations of devotees? So how are you viewing it? You're first viewing it from the previous devotee. He says, go to the, go to the king. And he describes the king. Then Narada goes there, and then Prichard Marge describes what Narada saw in terms of that person's devotion. And then Narada says, you're the greatest devotee, and you see his devotion from his response to praise. Oh, that's the third one. Yeah, and you know, Gail, I, I, it's never ever written. These are all creative thoughts. <laughs> and if I get it wrong, you're going to catch me. That's sure. Okay. Thanks, Maharaj. Thank you. Okay. Good. Anybody else like to say hello, share a reflection? Hare Krishna, Guru Maharaj. Yay, Jai Sri Radhe. Hare <laughs> I just wanted to say that uh, your phrase about uh, comparison of bhakti with the metal really hit me that it's so thick that water doesn't come through so 
when bhakti is strong, material energy doesn't come through. It's all, it's all, it's all our absorption. The reason why bhakti is described as the best process, why is bhakti described as the best process? Bhakti is described as the best process because it's the most absorbing. And why is it the most absorbing? Because you can meditate out of your intellect, which is gan, or you can meditate out of emotion, which is bhakti. And absorption in emotion is much stronger than absorption in intellect. But then when you get to bhakti, then there's different levels. And then eventually it has to come to what's called greed, that the desire is so strong that it consumes you, that you want your relationship with Krishna, it just consumes you. And that's why, that's why when Krishna came, what, that's why Krishna came, because he wanted this type of love. There, there, there's love, in it. God is great, and then there's love that God is my son, God is my lover, God is my friend. He wanted this because he said, the love is made weak by that sense of, of, of imminence. It's made imminence. It's made weak by that. Because when you, when, when you have love and the conception is this is my superior, then there has to be distance, there has to be obligation, has to be fear, even if it's pure. And those, the, 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 that, that fear is also that I may make a mistake, it's also absorbing, it's also love, that obligation, I have to do this, this is my father, this is my Lord. But somehow or other, it's just not as strong as Raganuga Bhakti, where, where it, it's, it's my son. Okay, thank you, Jai Sri Radhe. Okay, anybody else like to say hello? Hare Krishna Gumaraj, Tota Gopinath here. Great to okay. hear from you. Okay, we'll see you today, right? Yes. It's going to be a great program. Huh? Jai Dwaita Swami, what an honor coming to our congregation. Okay, anybody else like hello. to say hello? Hare Krishna Garage, it's Logavinda. I'm Braja. Hey, Bra Bra Braja, get yeah. there on time. So you and, you and, I think you and Jack can always have the service of starting the kirtan on time. Okay. All right. Okay. It was really Good nice, the last program we did that you guys were there on time because otherwise I'm always searching around because get the kirtan. Someone's, <laughs> you know, people never come on time. Yeah. Yeah. But some people do. Yeah, we, we do. <laughs> and, and they should be rewarded. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. So okay. two o'clock, right? Yeah. Well, come early because on time. Well, yeah. late. Okay. Early means on time. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Anybody else say hello? Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Maharaj. Thanks for the class. Hare Mo. Okay, see Yes. You have <laughs> a vision to me, and it's a strange thing, but um, I think you gave me this tea that had rock candy and saffron on sticks, right? Yes. Bring that now to Vancouver, and then you'll mail it to me, okay? Okay, all right. <laughs> Yes. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. It's not for the tea, but it's it's a perfect stick to put on my tea lock properly. <laughs> <laughs> ah. 
Okay. <laughs> so I, I want a whole bunch of those sticks because otherwise it never comes a problem. Now I just dip it in that and I put the stick and it uh -huh. just becomes straight. <laughs> Don't forget, okay? Okay, okay. And I'll Definitely. send you the address. Okay. Okay, 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 thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Anybody else say hello? Hare Krishna Maharaj, this is Hemala Tarada. Thank you so much for class. Buenos dias. Buenos dias, Maharaj. Good. Good. Hare Bo. Good to thank see you. you. You're, you're in your place there, right? Okay. Hare Krishna. Yes. Okay. Anybody else say hello? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna. Who's that? Uh, Rossi Govinda and Mallory. Okay, we will see you both today, right? Yep. Looking forward to Raj. Were you there once? At, at, yeah, you were there once. She hasn't. It's really nice. You'll really mm -hmm. see how a home should be set up as a temple. It's, it's, it's perfect. And they're also uh, earth people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anybody else say hello? <laughs> I see Hare Krishna Maharaj, this is Kishore Rada. Haribo. Okay. Haribo. Okay, a few more people. I see the list, so I know everybody that's there, but if anybody else wants to say hello, they can. Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj, Narmaseki here. Jai. Thank you for Haribo. the class. Haribo. Okay. Good to see you. Thank you. One or two more. Hare Krishna. Go ahead. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Okay, I see a kinchina there. Okay, we'll speak to you at 9.30, okay? Thank you, Marsh. Hare Krishna. You look like you're in some kind of cave or basement or... I'm, I'm, I'm in my mother's basement, Marsh. <laughs> That's not pictures of Sankratan behind you, right? <laughs> oh, no, Marsh. That's some abstract art, I think. Oh, okay. I thought, okay. I'll speak to you in a, a half hour, okay? Okay, anybody else? Say hello. Oh, nice to see you. Thank you for coming. Good. Thank you for the class. Okay. We're wonderful. Okay. And you're getting the Monday morning greetings now? Okay. Thank you. I will. Good. Welcome so much. Okay. Anybody else? Say hello. Hi, Maharaj. Oh, nice to see you too. Great. Thank, thank you for the class. Okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj. Hare okay, Krishna. Amala. Hare Krishna. Amala. Thank Hare you. Krishna. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. I'm going to head out now. Thank you. Thank you.